Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. Greetings, my friends. Welcome to a spectacular edition you shouldn't be missing. You're tuned in to Talking with T. And this is Tanisha Baker bringing you the show designed with you in mind. In a few days, many will recognize October 31st is Halloween. Children go trick-or-treating and adults get creative for costume parties. We listen to spooky stories. We watch horror flicks. Halloween, also known as All Hallows' Eve, has been traced back about 2,000 years. As it is recorded, there was a Celtic festival held around November 1st called Samhain which means summer's end, and it was an annual communal meeting at the end of the harvest year. Samhain was also a time to commune with the dead. Now, I won't be doing that, but for those that want to indulge, you go be you. It's October 25th, and if today is your birthday, happy birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, pop singer and American Idol judge Katy Perry, R&B singer Sierra, late artist Pablo Picasso, actor Craig Robinson and Judge Lynn Toller. Today on the national calendar is National Greasy Food Day and National Chucky Day, the notorious killer dog. Now how in the world did that murderous dog get his own day? Hmm. On this date in history, the Youth March for Integrated Schools in Washington, D.C. was held in 1958. Jackie Robinson, Asa Philip Randolph and Harry Belafonte led the march, which included some 10,000 students. Clarence Willie Norris, the last survivor of the Scottsboro Boys, was given a full pardon by Alabama Governor George Wallace on this date in 1976. 45 years earlier, Norris and eight other black men were falsely charged with raping two white women. Two Ku Klux Klan groups and 12 other individuals were ordered to pay nearly one million to 53 civil rights marchers on this date in 1988. They attacked the marchers during a 1987 march in Forsyth County, Georgia. A nationwide manhunt for a fictitious black carjacker and kidnapper of two children began on this date in 1994. Susan Smith, a South Carolina white woman, perpetrated this hoax and was arrested for the murder of her two children nine days later. The Million Woman March, which reportedly drew nearly 2 million black women, was held in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on this date in 1997. Sister Soldier, Winnie Mandela, Dorothy Hyde, Maxine Waters, and Ava Muhammad were some of the featured speakers who discussed such issues as health care, schools, feminism, and welfare. The theme this month has been Face Your Fears, and as we are nearing Halloween, it seems an appropriate theme. However, I'm not talking about ghosts, goblins, demons, and things that go bump in the night. I'm talking about real fears that paralyze us from moving forward or reaching our potential. Face those things that stifle you. I read an article that shared the 10 biggest fears holding people back from success. The fear of inadequacy, the fear of uncertainty, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection. Number five, the fear of missing out, the fear of change, the fear of losing control. The fear of being judged, number nine, the fear of something bad happening, and finally, the fear of getting hurt. These are all real and human fears, but I encourage you to tackle them and face your future 
with courage. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business, become a sponsor, or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we cover today's T's tidbits. We were saddened to learn of the passing of the nation's first black secretary of state, General Colin Powell, who passed October 18th at the age of 84. There will be a private memorial service planned for November 5th. Last week, I lifted in prayer the kidnapped 17 missionaries, including children, taken by a Haitian gang. The missionaries are still captive, and the head of the gang has threatened to kill them if his demands are not met. We will continue to follow this story and pray for a good outcome. A nationwide search for Brian Landry the accused killer of his girlfriend, Gabby Petito, has come to an end as the FBI confirmed that his remains were found in a Florida park. The cause of death is still under investigation. The family says the remains will be cremated and there will be no funeral services. Tennessee is finally out of the red with COVID cases, although I continue to hear of people in the community getting ill and even dying from the dreadful virus. I am hopeful and glad that we are heading in a positive direction. I saw on the news that some employees of Oak Ridge National Laboratories and Y-12 are protesting the mask mandate issued by President Biden. Six workers have already sued ORNL. One employee asked for religious accommodations, but the only available accommodation was to be sent home for 60 days without pay. Howard University students are continuing to protest housing conditions some are even camping out in tents. They say the housing conditions are poor on campus, including moldy buildings and vermin in the dorms. One student interviewed by ABC News said she expects the bare minimum and decent housing, just a place to feel safe and secure, not in a health hazard. Frank Tramble, vice president of communications and chief communications officer at Howard University, said in his statement to ABC News, quote, the well-being of our students is always one of Howard University's top concerns, and we always support students' right to peacefully protest. The administration is actively addressing the concerns students have shared. While there have only been a small number of documented reports, we are actively seeking out any issues that may be in the dorms by going door-to-door -door to address each room. Tremble also stated that long, hot, wet summers Record high temperatures and humidity is a cause for the mold. I just want to say that, first of all, students and parents have a right to expect decent housing and trust all institutions will be diligent in making sure that they provide appropriate accommodations. Secondly, I want to pitch that many HBCUs are terribly underfunded. And if you are looking for somewhere to donate, an HBCU is a great option here in Knoxville. The historic HBCU Knoxville College is in the middle of a fundraising campaign to revive the campus and make it thrive again. I encourage all to give what you can to these efforts. I want to share this next story to plant a seed. About 40 dads out of Louisiana formed a group to prevent violence at a local high school. And since the group formed, there have been no reports of fights at Southwood High School. 
The group is called Dads on Duty. And I'm wondering if maybe we can get a Dads on Duty chapter here in Knoxville. But they got together after 23 students had been arrested from several fights. The dads take shifts hanging out at the school and interacting with the students. Kanye West has officially and now legally changed his name to Ye. I don't know if that's newsworthy or not, but I thought you might want to know. So keep it where it's at. I'll be right back with Professor J and P.I. Pam for our spooktacular spotlights on today's edition of Talking With T. I put a spell on you Because you're mine You better stop doing the things you do I tell you, I ain't lying I can't stand it, you're running around, you know better than it. I can't stand it, cause you bring me down. Oh, oh, oh. I put a spell on you. I'm back again with the know-it-all Professor J and our top investigator, most often instigator, T.I. Pam. And since this is our spooktacular edition as we head toward Halloween, I imagine some will still take COVID precautions while others will hit the streets to trick-or-treat or have a time at one of these adult costume parties I've seen advertised. So I was wondering from the two of you, if you partake in any of these adult Halloween activities or do you have a tradition at all for October 31st? Do you go to haunted houses or haunted mazes and such? I do not. And since Halloween falls on Sunday this year and Monday comes shortly thereafter, it'll probably be in front of the TV for me. Okay. Candy sales the morning after. I feel you. <laughs> Catch the candy sales the morning after. Well, 
This year, Halloween fell on the weekend. Me and Ghetto Boys are trick-or-treating. Oh, my. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's too sure. early. It's too early. <laughs> That's my little freestyle uh, for the Halloween edition. Okay. But uh, I usually do because I have grandkids. You know, we may do the trunk or treat or something that the church have, something like that. But we haven't been to actual houses in a while because people are crazy now. It's not like when we were growing up or even our kids. Um, folks out here are crazy. If I want to see some crazy people on Halloween, I just walk down the Magnolia. Okay, let me. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Let me, uh, Jay. You didn't warn me. She go. Well, let me say this. I wasn't ready myself. <laughs> I want y'all to help pass the word, listeners. You all as well. I'm buying two bags of candy, and when it's gone, it's gone. If my porch light is off, don't come up on my porch with a flashlight like last year. We <laughs> turned the porch light off at night. <laughs> And I kept saying, do I see a light outside? Yes, the trick-or-treaters had flashlights. That's not going to work this year. If you are 16 years or older, I don't have nothing for you. And back to what Pam was saying, I've posted an article sharing precautions we need to take for this Halloween, including kind of staying outside, social distancing, the rest of the COVID precautions. And I bet this is the one night most people might not mind wearing masks, but there are a lot of helpful suggestions, including getting costumes with reflective tape or emergency identification on your child's costume. And then they also suggested that you could just put your candy outside in a large bowl. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know about that because where I live, all the candy will be gone in less than half an hour. Do you two have any other helpful strategies for Halloween? For the trick-or-treaters or those who are passing out treats, not tricks, treats. Treats, Pam. <laughs> well, since she said that, I'm not even going to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that one communal bowl of candy, that would be gone very quickly in my neighborhood as well. So kind of want to ration it out. That's all you got, ration out the candy. That's all I got, ration it out. Or you could just buy it all for yourself. And catch up on your your net your Netflix binge watching. That's one option. Again, what I'm going to do. Okay. And I said my neighborhood, but I bet any neighborhood because it's kids, and kids have a tendency to indulge in more than they can handle, especially when it comes to candy. So I would suggest that, like Jay said, if you're gonna put it out there, just put out bits at a time. Now I've seen people get very creative and have candy shoots come out the house and land into the bowl so when people come, they can just shoot the candy out. So what do you think about that, Jay? You might maybe? Who 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 going to do that? Who got time? <laughs> who got time? Well, I was just going to give you some Not suggestions. me. Not me. Well, what about, I asked you all, do you go to the, well, Jay, I'm pretty sure you've already answered, but Pam, do you go to haunted houses and mazes? Did we talk about that before? Yeah, I have before. I went to um, this haunted maze one time, and by the time I got out of there, my knees were scarred up. Because I, it may, um, I don't want to go into anything that I have to sign a waiver for before I go in. 
Oh because wow. That makes it seem like I might not come out and I'm just I'm at this age I'm just gonna start swinging on people. I'm not even gonna be running anymore like today <laughs> not not today, uh Grambling Michael Myers. Today's <laughs> not today and I'm not the one. Well Pam, I'm gonna need you to stay home with Jay and watch Netflix then. Because we don't want you swinging on the folks in the haunted houses, which are quite popular. And some have really gone overboard. And there are some even in my neighborhood that have spider webs and ghosts and light shows and all. So, you know, people enjoy it. Any reason to celebrate or have a good time. But I want to share some stories from the Scary Chronicles. And there is this house in Iowa. It's called the Axe Murder House. The Axe Murder House is well-known tourist attraction, and people who are like ghost hunters and horror lovers, they go there. And it's the site of this unsolved murder that happened in 1912 in which six children and two adults had their skulls completely crushed by the axe of this unknown perpetrator. So the house was purchased in 1994, and whoever purchased it, they restored it to its original condition like it was back in 1912. And then they made it a tourist destination. So it costs $428 a night to stay at this haunted house. I don't know why, if that price has some significance or not, but it's $428 a night to stay in the haunted house. And when visitors get there, they always report that there are these strange paranormal experiences. And some say they've seen visions of a man with an axe roaming the halls, or they might hear children screaming. And so I'm curious, but probably not that curious. Would you stay, Pam? I'm going to skip right on over, Jay. No, I wouldn't stay. Because you, you already know my response. <laughs> yeah. No, I would not stay. And I remember my oldest son was doing ghost hunting with some of his lighter complexion friends. Uh, here we go. And he said he stopped when somebody <laughs> tapped him on the shoulder and was like, Hey, he looked around with nobody there. That was it for him. He was out of there. Oh, maybe he had a real paranormal experience. He did. He thought it quite a lot. When they went back and looked at the video, somebody distinctly tapped him on his shoulder. Like, it was, I believe in all that. Um, well, I ain't going to get into it. I don't like when I tell tell about my story. So. Well, let's just save it. Let's just save it for a moment. Because I, <laughs> I have another story from a new station out of Houston, and this family bought the Elsa doll, as in Elsa, from the movie Frozen. And the doll would recite phrases oh, from the movie. Let it go. Yes. So the doll let would recite go. phrases. Let it go. Yes, Jay. And the, yes. And the doll would also sing Let It Go <laughs> when you press the button on its necklace. Okay. So for a couple of years, it did all of that in English. Then all of a sudden, it started alternating between English and Spanish, and it would just come on randomly. Now, here's where it starts getting weird, because the family said they did not change the battery in that dial for six years. But it would speak even when it was turned off, just randomly speak or start singing, let it go. So they threw the dial out, right, as most of us probably would do. Weeks later, they found it inside a bench in their living room. And so the kids insisted they didn't put it there, and they believed the kids because evidently this bench was hard to get to. 
So this time, they double-bagged the doll, put it in the garbage, watched it get taken away on the garbage truck. They went on a trip, came back home. Guess what was waiting on them in the backyard? Don't you say it. Don't you say it. <laughs> I was trying not to. But Elsa was there. Now, this reminds me what of a movie. in the child's play is this? <laughs> <laughs> It does remind me of that as well, but this was on a legitimate news station in Houston. And so I wonder, and I guess, Pam, we don't know everything, right? We don't know the intricacies of how the world works and the spirit world, how it might interact with our presence. And I could go on with these real-life tales of horror because they are everywhere, especially during this month. They're not hard to find. But I won't because not nary ghost nor demon is welcome in my vicinity, and I hope nothing of this nature ever happens to me or near me. In fact, Jay or Pam, Pam, mm-hmm. when you were here last, did you see my blessed oils in the holy water? I might need to get them ready for next week. Yes, I've seen those. And I was like, oh, she's not playing with them now. <laughs> and I still have some sand from Jerusalem that my mom brought back if I need to sprinkle that as well. I but was yeah. just about to ask if you still have some of your mama's Jerusalem uh, Jerusalem relics yes. anywhere around. I do, and I'm trying to use them sparingly so they will last. But on an occasion, if necessary, I will sprinkle and spray. Because, you know, now... People used to kind of flash or splash holy water, but I figured out I put it in a spray bottle. And so I can, you know, yeah, all of that. <laughs> that part. So, that part. So we're going to change course for a bit. And do you all believe in using dating sites or have you ever tried them? Because I was married before they became popular, so I never really got into it, but I know several people who have. Some have had success, some haven't. What Do you know much about them? Well, <laughs> I'll let Pam go first because I'm sure she has more interesting tales to regale our listeners with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm curious. I, I'm on all the sites. Black People Meet, uh, Plenty of Fish, Christian Mangle. What's the other Excuse one? Excuse me. Uh, it's something plenty, about fish. Yeah, plenty of fish. Uh, just, just y'all can go wherever you want to with that. Okay. Okay. And mm. <laughs> up on the stripping that these sites, they're all just everywhere. <laughs> well, then you might be able to answer my next question. So the reason I even brought it up, of course, you know, it's the lead into a story. This man out of Denver, Ian Cross, age 29, he wanted to meet singles his age. So he was told by a sales rep that there would be plenty, and he paid nearly $10,000 for a membership to this site. And then he found out that there were just five active female users, you know, in his age, age 18 to 35. So he's suing that company. First of all, my eyes bulged at the cost. And so my big question and I'm sorry for the little man. I hope he gets his lawsuit, and I hope he finds love. But my big question is, the $10,000 membership, is that what these sites run? No. I mean, oh, no. A dollar or two, maybe. 
And then if I don't want to pay that, I just make up a new email and get my little 30 days free. Cause if I ain't found them in 30 days, then I got to move on. Oh, pal, that's quick, isn't it? <laughs> Life is short. Life is short. Okay. All right. Well, I have. <laughs> I really do have so much we could talk about. There isn't enough time. I can't wait till everything calms down. We're all back together and we can do another live edition. But I got to tell you one more thing. It's about this guy out of Michigan who landed right in our stupid criminal files. His name is Kevin T. Northern Michigan, age 43, and he was arrested, but let me tell you what he did. He allegedly, because I think that's what we have to say, he allegedly broke into a couple's home. Now, keep in mind, they in the house. So he breaks into the home. The woman is sitting in the living room watching TV, and he just walks on in. The husband comes in because she starts screaming when she, because first she thought it was her husband. But she realizes it's a stranger in the living room with her. She screams. The husband comes, tells the man to leave, which he did. Now, that part was a little strange. So maybe he didn't know people were in there or whatnot. When the police found him, he ran away into some woods that were nearby. The police looked for him. They couldn't track him down. But then dear Kevin gets lost in the woods. He finally had to call 911. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying oh to say God. it with a straight face. I know. So he gets lost in the woods. He has to call 911 for help. He helped the police figure out where he was. Of course, they found him, rescued him, and carried him right on to the jailhouse. And you really can't make this stuff up. But, yes, that is our story from the Stupid Criminal Files today. Wow. Just wow. Just, well, first of all, he just walked in the house. Yes. I mean, okay. he was maybe, I don't know what his intentions were. I would assume he planned to rob them maybe. I'm not thinking he meant any harm since he left so easily when they asked him to. But I'm thinking the moral of this story, if that's the right phrase to use with one that's involving a criminal, is if you commit a crime and you run, Perhaps you want to run to a familiar area. One would think that that would be the prudent thing to do. Or, you know, he could have turned this whole situation to an episode of Survivor and just <laughs> hung out in the woods until, you know, he got his little together and <laughs> figured something out. But clearly, he's not that smart. And he's not made for that. I mean, he's... Apparently, I'm thinking he's not a rough and tough dude by the actions, you know, even going into the house. But he had to be really desperate to be running from the police and then call 911 for help. What did he think was going to happen? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't the brightest crown in the box. Well, he had some time to think about it now. I think he got charged with – there's this charge, and I don't know that I've heard of it before, but basically – is breaking and entering without permission because he never had a time to commit a burglary and then he also had evading arrest. But I don't know. Maybe they can drop that charge since he called them. No. No? No, maybe. I doubt it. Oh, okay. Well, I want you two to be safe this Halloween. Get your candy together. And, uh, Jay, I want you to give out some candy to the little trick-or-treaters, okay? Uh, No. 
That's all you right. do. Okay. Listen, uh, if, 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 if I don't finish watching Squid Game, all these episodes over the next uh, day or so, just know that I'll be watching them on Halloween night and period. Oh, since you mentioned that, um, before I go, listeners, I'm always looking for the most creative costumes or the most creative Halloween decorations. If you wouldn't mind, drop those on our social media pages. Also, we want you all to be mindful of being safe and have an enjoyable Halloween evening. If you celebrate that occasion, when we come back together, it will be November 1st. And I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say. And I can't wait to say it. That, no. It's not so long. That's what that sounds right. <laughs> and I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170, 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com, share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE. And when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Your life unfolds in proportion to your courage. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time you've been listening to Talking with Tea.